Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Thank you for joining us this morning. You're listening to Eye on Houston. My name is Elia Escobar, and today we're going to be talking to Ms. Jackie Daughtry. She's the executive director for Literacy Now and also with Ms. Santries, which she is a principal for early learning, talking about this great organization. Um, Ms. Jackie, thank you so much for joining us today. Well, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. So I've had the privilege of being with Literacy Now since its very beginnings, 14 years ago. And we work in partnership with Houston ISD. Right now, we are serving students across uh, 10 campuses throughout the throughout the district and um, our primary purpose is developing those early literacy skills and filling in those gaps that um, kindergartners through second grade students might have for for a variety of reasons um, which I'm sure Santrice will talk about um, in a moment so that is really our primary purpose is to bridge that gap in their literacy skills so that by the end of third grade, they are reading on grade level and will be set for a great trajectory towards graduation and post high school, whether it's career, college, uh, whatever. How does uh, literacy now tie into the schools? Do you guys provide programs, uh, books, or how, how is it that it's helping uh, the schools? Well, we do all of the above. We have a very uh, targeted reading intervention program that is staffed by um, skilled educators that are very highly trained, and I call it prescriptive. So whatever that particular child needs, that is what we're going to give them. They may be missing certain skills that they need to, to learn to read or to be a proficient reader. And so that's what we are doing, very targeted lessons that uh, we meet with the students uh, twice a week and in their uh, pulled out of their classroom. And then we do assessments at the beginning, middle, end, and running throughout the program so that our staff can modify the lessons, really just to meet those individual needs of the student. And the thing I think that is really important about us that is um, one of our board members used to would call our secret sauce is the relationship building piece that we really focus on uh, with our students, with their parents, and with the schools that we serve and out in the community as well. You mentioned that you're currently working with 10 campuses with HISD. How are those campuses uh, picked or chosen to work with them? 
Well, as I just mentioned, it's all about relationship. And so honestly, our um, work is, our, our, the word is spread by us, about us by our principles that we currently serve. And then others here, they share the partnership information with other principals. But we are serving, no matter what part of town we're in, we, the students that we're serving are still very high-need students, regardless of what part of town, whether it's West or Gulfton or Sharpstown or Third Ward or Fifth Ward. The students all have similar needs. One, they are students that 90-plus um, percent are low-income students. Many of our students come from... Um, homes where Spanish is their first language, not all, but a good, a good percentage. Mm -hmm. And um, so we are targeting based on need and relationship um, in the community. Awesome. And this question is from Ms. Antrees. Um, how is it on the students end? Um, so as Jackie was just saying, it's all about building relationships. And anytime that you can build a very solid and genuine relationship with the student, that student is going to go above and beyond to give you everything that they have, which mm -hmm. helps them to grow tremendously academically. So from the student perspective, they are very excited to work with their interventionists. Um, they know which days of the week that they're coming and what time that they're supposed to be there. And the great thing about Literacy Now is they're always there as well. So there has not been a session that a child has missed because Literacy, there, literacy Now was not there. Um, and the students really look forward to those relationships and also working with the interventionists. Awesome. Um, how is Literacy Now and as well as the schools, um, how are they doing to create that relationship right now that it's, it's kind of hard because I know a lot of the students are remote, others are face to face. So how do you close that gap to continue to help the, the students? Right. So as we all know, right now, everyone's going through the pandemic world. That's what I like to call it. Mm -hmm. Everyone's navigating it differently. And one thing that I can say with Literacy Now is from the very beginning, they worked with the campus to make sure that the plan that was going to be implemented could be implemented with fidelity and that it was going to be what was best for the students. So this year with the program, they are facilitating both in-person lessons for the students that are on campus with us, and they are facilitating virtual lessons for the students where their families have decided they're going to remain home and continue their learning virtually. Um, another great thing with this is as the school year progresses with us in HISD, we have the option for our families to choose every six weeks if they would like their child to be in-person or virtual. And Literacy Now is very flexible with that as well. If a child switches from in-person to virtual, they modify their schedule so that those students can still receive the services that they need to continue to grow and progress. Awesome. Awesome. Well, that sounds like amazing. And like you mentioned, the kids do look forward to my six-year-old currently. Um, they do these reading groups in his classroom and he knows Tuesdays and Thursdays, those are the days. So that is amazing. Um, right now, let's talk a little bit about Houston Reads Day. What is that about? And I'm excited to hear all about it and share it with our audience. Well, this is our inaugural Houston Reads Day event, and it will take place on March the 2nd, and we will be in 
24 Houston ISD, well, not in physically, (laughs) virtually this year. Mm -hmm. Um, And we have over 400 readers reading to over 10,000 kindergarten through third grade students through, I call it the magic of technology. And it is, um, I mean, we're so excited about it. It's quite an adventure virtually and Mm -hmm. quite an undertaking. But we have been absolutely blown away at the response of the community. They've just responded unbelievably with so many volunteers. The vast majority, about 90% of the volunteers that are signed up are people that are new to Literacy Now. Wow. I, I know we we just couldn't believe it. We didn't even have to call on our really our friends or our family. I mean, yes, people that already volunteer for us are doing it as well. But one of our goals was to be able to draw attention to this literacy crisis that our you know youngest and most vulnerable children in our city have, and um, to be able to bring awareness to that. And we have really exceeded that goal by bringing so many more people into, um, you know, into our, I'm going to call it our Literacy Now family, Mm -hmm. and um, to bring awareness to the things that we're doing um, on school campuses to um, address this crisis. And then, of course, our third goal is to raise funds for our expansion program, which we are, the, the need was so great before the pandemic. And now it's even greater when you think about 20% um, decrease in in, uh, preschool, pre-K kids coming to school. So all of of the digital divide, all the things that we've been talking about for the last 11 months, right? Right. So the kids that we traditionally serve are disproportionately impacted by all the events of the last 11 months. So we are very, very focused on our expansion. And we're just so grateful for the support that we've been receiving. Awesome. And so the volunteers that you mentioned, these are just members of the community that uh, wanted to do it. And so how how does it work? Do they virtually read to the classrooms or what, what, what would a day like be for the Houston Reads Day? So they are virtually reading to the classroom with, I'm, we've learned a lot with, and Santrice has, she's on our steering committee for Houston Reads Day and has done an, been an amazing support on the school side to help us understand certain things. So um, there is a magical thing called soft readers. And so the book is electronic. And so the classroom or the children at home will see the reader like in the bottom left or right of their screen. And then they'll see the actual pages of the book on full display on their screen. And they'll, they'll see the reader and they'll hear. And in some classrooms, there will be some um, back and forth interaction. It just depends on the level of technology um, at that particular school and maybe the expertise of the teacher um, if in that classroom, I wouldn't be able to manage it. I can tell you. <laughs> so, but all along our, our readers will be, um, we, we, our program director 
has prepared wonderful videos to actually show people exactly what to do to model how to read, how to stop and ask questions, even if they're not interacting, but to still ask the question. So in the classroom, the kid or at home, they can still be responding, you know, even if you can't hear them. Absolutely. And one of the questions that I have for uh, Miss Antries is, I know when they're younger, they're, they're more likely to get uh, a kindergartner can be very excited, as opposed to a third grader. So regardless of the age of the child, just reading to a child or even having a child read to you is a magical experience, right? So the student's Regardless of if it's a third grader, fifth grader, kindergartner, the fact that there is someone from the community who is coming in to engage with them and they're actually getting to hear someone read a story and it's really interactive and enjoyable and they can see it come to action, especially through the use of technology, all of the students are going to be excited about that. And then when they start to open it up to the question and answer portion, that's when you're really going to see the magic happen because the answers that you'll get from kindergartners and third graders, (laughs) there's going to be a huge range, but there's so much to every single level. So all the kids will enjoy it no matter what age they are. Awesome. And so this goes from kindergarten through fifth grade. Are you focusing mostly on the younger grades or just all of the elementary school students? Kindergarten through third grade. Okay. Kindergarten through third grade. And that was my other question. When they start off with the program with literacy now um, from kindergarten, do they continue it through the third grade or does that just kind of depend on how their reading level uh, goes? It really depends on the child, but our intervention program goes from kindergarten through second grade. Okay. And there are some kids that do stay in two years. It just depends. And actually, especially this year, we've had more kids return from last year because as you, everybody remembers, Mm -hmm. yes, (laughs) very abruptly, right? We had the longest spring break ever. So um, we do have more kids continuing from last year than, than we've really ever had before, but that is an option and school administrators make that call depending on assessments of the children. So everything is done with data. Everything is our instruction, the, the selection of the students, everything is done based on data. Earlier, you asked about books and things like that. Mm-hmm. That is something that we do a lot of. We do um, book distributions to all of, to our students. And this year we will probably give away about 8,000 books. And so whether the students are, if they're in person, of course, we give them to them in person, but we are doing drive-through distributions as well. Kind of circling back to the relationships that are built, if anybody that's listening right now that they feel like maybe these programs could benefit their school or their school districts, I know you're currently working with HISD, how could they reach out to you and get a little bit more information? Well, I would love to talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. They can go to our website at literacynowhouston.org. And if you go to the contact page, You'll see my name, Jackie Daughtry, Executive Director. It'll have my email address as well as my cell phone number. Don't hesitate to contact me. We actually, although we've been in Houston ISD for our whole 14-year existence, as part of our expansion, we are um, definitely looking into serving other surrounding districts. Um, 
So that's always, you know, on the table. And so with that being said, I know these are, you know, different times. And I know a lot, some of the parents have decided to pull their children from public school and are even homeschooling. And I think we see that more now than ever before. Um, Can these parents reach out to you for books and information as well? We have a lot of resources on our website um, that that's accessible to anybody. We have a parent resource page that I would recommend that parents that parents go to for sure. Perfect. And then give me that website one more time, um, just so the people that are just now listening, we're speaking to this great organization, Literacy Now. We're speaking to Ms. Uh, Jackie Daughtry and Ms. Santrice Jones um, about just literacy and helping the kids in our community with their reading. What is that website one more time? LiteracyNowHouston.org. Besides your wonderful organization, how can listeners address the literacy crisis in our city? in Houston um, within our school districts? I would start by saying whatever child is in your life, your own personal child, a niece, a nephew, a neighbor, a grandchild, read, 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 read. Read to that child from the day they are born. Talk to them. Talk, talk, talk. Not at them, with them, to them. Show them everything. You don't have to spend money to do these things. You know, just take them on a walk, point everything out. Just just really, it's all about language and vocabulary development, especially in those really young years before they ever get to school. Santrice may have something else to add to that. Jackie, I think you really hit the nail on the head with it. The development of oral language skills and vocabulary at a young age are the foundations to set up students to be successful with literacy when it comes to reading comprehension and decoding and all of those different things. If they have a firm foundation and if there is someone who is talking with them, having conversations, making up stories with them, asking them about their day, those are the things that really help a child to build their literacy skills and set them up for success. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, ladies, for taking the time uh, to speak with us about your wonderful organization and what you are continuing to do um, with the school's literacy now, joining together with HISD. And it's just really quite amazing. Thank you so much for talking to us today. Thank you so much. We appreciate the opportunity. For more information, you can definitely visit their website, especially if you're a parent that is listening right now. The website is literacynowhouston.org for more information. Thank you for joining us today. My name is Elia Escobar, and you're listening to Ion Houston. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.